This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 172. How to get up right when your alarm goes off, part one, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, reading you some of the most popular health and fitness blogs out there with author permission. I'll just say right off the bat, I was one of those for the longest time that hit the snooze button when my alarm went off. It's taken me a while to actually get up when my alarm goes off. And so what I love about Steve's post that I'm about to read to you is that they're right on target. He gives you tools and tactics that are very realistic. Not everything he suggested worked for me, but that's okay because I tried it out. I found what worked best in my life and I encourage you to do the same. I realize that I also owe you all an inspirational quote. And I think this applies really nicely to what we're gonna talk about here. Quote, do not wait. The time will never be just right. Start where you stand and work with whatever tools you may have at your command, and better tools will be found as you go along. Napoleon Hill. So again, today is the start of a two-part post from Steve Pavlina. The last few posts I've read from him have been about sleep, and this one's gonna continue on that theme, but it's a little long, so I'm breaking it up into two parts. So with that, let's hear part one and start optimizing your life. How to Get Up Right When Your Alarm Goes Off, Part 1, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. When your alarm wakes you up in the morning, is it hard for you to get up right away? Do you find yourself hitting the snooze button and going right back to sleep? That used to be part of my daily awakening ritual too. When my alarm would blare its infernal noise, I'd turn the thing off right away. Then, under the cloak of that early morning brain fog, I'd slowly ponder whether or not I should actually get up. It's nice and warm under the covers. If I get up, it's gonna be cold. That won't be too pleasant. Oh, I really should get up now. Come on, legs, move. Go, legs, go. Hmm, that isn't how I move my legs, is it? They don't seem to be listening to me. I should go to the gym. Yeah, hmm. I really don't feel like working out right now, though. I haven't even had breakfast. Maybe I should have a muffin first. Banana nut. Now that's a good muffin. Maybe I'm trying to get myself up too early. I'm still sleepy, aren't I? Maybe getting up with an alarm is unnatural. Won't I function better with more sleep? I don't have to get up right this minute, do I? Surely I can relax another five minutes or so. The world isn't gonna end if I don't get up right now. I'll bet my wife is toasty warm right now. She told me she hates it when I try to snuggle her at 6 a.m., but so what? She loves me enough to forgive me, right? I know, I'll start massaging her back and shoulders first. She can't resist a good massage, even so early in the morning. Then I'll transition to a head scratching. Yeah, that'll do it. And then slide right into the spoon position. Won't that be a pleasant way to start the day? Two hours later, me. What time is it? I don't even remember the alarm going off. That was a good snuggle though. Oh well, guess I'll have to skip exercise today. Wife, why do you keep setting your alarm if you aren't gonna get up when it goes off? Me, oh, did you think that was my wake up alarm? It's actually my snuggle alarm. Okay, so I wasn't really intending for it to be a snuggle alarm. I had intended to get up when it went off, but my foggy brain kept negotiating me right back to sleep. Fast forward to present day. My alarm goes off sometime between 4 and 5 a.m., never later than 5 a.m., even on weekends and holidays. I turn off the alarm within a few seconds. My lungs inflate with a deep breath of air, and I stretch my limbs out in all directions for about two seconds. Soon, My feet hit the floor and I find myself getting dressed while my wife snoozes on. I go downstairs to grab a piece of fruit, 
pop into my home office to catch up on some emails, and then it's off to the gym at 5.15. But this time, there's no voice inside my head debating what I should do. It's not even a positive voice this time. It's just not there. The whole thing happens on autopilot, even before I feel fully awake mentally. I can't say it requires any self-discipline to do this every morning because it's a totally conditioned response. It's like my conscious mind is just along for the ride while my subconscious controls my body. When my alarm goes off each morning, I respond just like Pavlov's dogs. It would actually be harder for me not to get up when my alarm goes off. So how do you go from scenario one to scenario two? First, let's consider the way most people tackle this problem, what I consider the wrong way. The wrong way is to try using your conscious willpower to get yourself out of bed each morning. That might work every once in a while, but let's face it, you're not always going to be thinking straight the moment your alarm goes off. You may experience what I call the fog of brain. The decisions you make in that state won't necessarily be the ones you'd make when you're fully conscious and alert. You can't really trust yourself, nor should you. If you use this approach, you're likely to fall into a trap. You decide to get up at a certain time in advance, but then you undo that decision when the alarm goes off. At 10 p.m., you decide it would be a good idea to get up at 5 a.m. But at 5 a.m., you decide it would be a better idea to get up at 8 a.m. But let's face it, you know the 10 p.m. decision is the one you really want implemented. If only you could get your 5 a.m. self to go along with it. Now, some people, upon encountering this conundrum, will conclude that they simply need more discipline. And that's actually somewhat true, but not in the way you'd expect. If you want to get up at 5 a.m., you don't need more discipline at 5 a.m. You don't need better self-talk. You don't need two or three alarm clocks scattered around the room. And you don't need an advanced alarm that includes technology from NASA's astronaut toilets. You actually need more discipline when you're fully awake and conscious. The discipline to know that you can't trust yourself to make intelligent, conscious decisions the moment you first wake up. You need the discipline to accept that you're not gonna make the right call at 5 a.m. Your 5 a.m. coach is no good, so you need to fire him. What's the real solution then? The solution is to delegate the problem. Turn the whole thing over to your subconscious mind. Cut your conscious mind out of the loop. Now, how do you do this? Hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled How to Get Up Right When Your Alarm Goes Off by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. As a reminder, I'll wrap this up tomorrow for you. As I mentioned at the top of the show, Steve has some really good suggestions here. In particular, he's exactly right about willpower. What we know about willpower with human beings is that when we are fatigued, our willpower is at its lowest. When you wake up at 5 a.m., you're going to be tired. And therefore, Steve is exactly right. You cannot rely on your willpower at that moment to get you out of bed. So we need to find another way. Learn about that tomorrow. Now, before we go, I mentioned this yesterday, but it's worth mentioning again. The Minimalists recently donated 60 books to us and we'll be giving them all away in raffles to people on our mailing list. So if you wanna be a part of that, plus get free spreadsheet tools from us, a weekly email with more tips, life quotes, and more, come by oldpodcast.com and join the mailing list for free. You can also join really quickly by texting the word Batman to the number 44222. All right, I'll see you on tomorrow's show where I'll finish this post for you where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show, 
and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one, literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together, we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.